Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Hope you had a fantastic weekend and as always looking forward to the week ahead. And it was actually in this past week I had a question come in to me about how would you make the case for finance or finance teams like FP&A and accounting and so on for getting more involved in getting the data right. And it's a really good question because if you think about it, you know, having the right data is really important for making better decisions in our organizations. But sometimes you get like just caught up in like data that we record from actual transactions that we store in our ERP or accounting systems. And actually, there's a lot more data out there. There's, if you think about it, some parts of our finance and accounting teams are involved in forecasting. So that's self-generated data and business cases. And then you've got different versions of things going on. And even actually, even some, some non-financial information, if you're doing some competitive analysis or some market research, getting those data pieces right. So that was what was going through my mind. And then it triggered me remembering some meetings I went in and frustrations of when you had some of those things that weren't right. So whether they be perhaps we had some vendors overcharging us because the data, the rates that they put on the invoices were higher than what they contractually said that they would. Then you're having to go and get some money back for the organisation. Or conversely, when our price, price book wasn't being followed with the quotes we were sending out, Again, very frustrating, or even one that I suppose I've seen more often now that I've worked at more senior levels in finance the last couple of years is when you get into those forecast meetings. And some of you have been there. And what do you do once all those forecasts have been consolidated and you start those meetings? How many times has the first, I don't know, 30 minutes or whatever, has been spent trying to figure out what the data are in those forecasts so everyone can level set on what baseline they should be making decisions against. And that goes to whether finance are going through the forecast together or where you've got finance team members who ought to be probably more experienced in hindsight presenting the numbers to their business partners and they're asking questions on like, is this in, is that the scenario agreed last week? Has it got that challenge in? Is the challenge we put in last time, is that in or out? And where is it? Where is it on the income statement? So rather than making decisions on how to take the right actions off the back of a forecasting session or what the messaging should be, you're spent actually debating what are the right data to base those decisions upon. So immediately there's an, a, a fantastic business case as to where uh, finance teams, and it doesn't matter whether you're in a payables team or if you're in a pricing or deal-making team or the treasury or an FP&A, there's always a place, I believe, for finance team members to get the data right. And that ultimately helps us make not just better decisions, but faster decisions. An analogy I'll also use in this case is just imagine doing a paint by numbers. You might have done them as kids or actually there's some really good adult sets now out there with watercolors and stuff. And what you do is you get this, uh, this key of every number to have a certain color. And then you've got this picture where you've got all the numbers and all you've got to do is follow the key, put the colors to where the numbers are in the picture, in the painting. Now, if the data were very clear and were right from a key perspective on how to make those decisions on where to put the colors in the painting, you'll probably end up with something that's near enough to a masterpiece. So what was intended or what was expected as the outcomes. However, if those data in the key are wrong, that final outcome will be nowhere near what's expected and it might actually end up being, if in the case of some paints or whatever, you can't actually recover the situation. It is actually fatal to that entire vision you're trying to deliver on that final picture and becomes a complete mess, entirely avoidable mess, 
if we just followed and understood our strengths in accounting and finance and FP&A, which is, if you think about it, finance is one of the few organizational units that is interconnected across all teams within an organization. It's the place where we have a sense of what the business model should be, what particularly good data structures and data sources look like. And yes, I hear the comments that all the data is in one place. We don't have one version of the truth. But that's cool. A lot of organizations are in that place, but we're ideally placed to go hunting down those necessary data on our own or with other teams to get it right. The technologies have never been more available to go do that and pull them into data warehouses or data lakes. Allows us to to go after driving some data-driven insights or more effective decision-making. So business leaders aren't relying on their gut. They have more peace of mind at night after making decisions. And because we represent the business, we're meant to be independent, objective, we can pull the necessary people together to try and liberate those data that might be caught up in some silos. And then for some of us who might have taken our skill sets a bit further, working around how to tell stories around the data, get the messaging across, analyzing it, figuring out what good performance looks like and projecting it forward and so on, or working with data scientists now, which are growing a number in our organizations, allows us to better safeguard and enhance the quality of the data-driven decision-making we're looking to have. So finance has an absolutely massive role to play in getting the data right, particularly that we have that sort of bridge of crossing the quantitative skills, the audit-type skills of qualifying data sources and reconciliations, so we're not wasting money doing the wrong things and doing more of the right things instead. And that's why we invite guest mentors to do the interviews on the Strength of the Number show so that they can share with you the challenges they're having and how they've been solving them, particularly in this age where we're getting more of these digital technologies and approaches that our teams can implement and perhaps move faster when it comes to getting things like the data more right and builds on the business case even more for us getting more involved in these things so that we can learn a bit more faster, avoid some of the pitfalls and dead ends that some of us have probably come up over the years, and ultimately allows us to become more influential by doing more of the right things more often. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, we really appreciate it when you share it with your friends and colleagues, and I'm sure they'd appreciate it too, particularly if you're helping them do more of the right things more often. You can subscribe to our show on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And as always, really appreciate you tuning in today. And in the meantime, have a great week. Take care of yourselves. And let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.